back to my great uh, great great grandfather, and apparently like all my on my dad's side, mm-hmm. and all of them like still live. Well, they don't still live over there, but like all of them from Hanover County, which is where you know I grew up in. That's where my grandma bought her house. Right. But, like all of them are from like because my great grandfather. I know my grandfather. My great grandfather had land out there, and that's because. They was probably somebody's uh, offspring. Some massive Actually, offspring. You know what? <laughs> let's just do nope today, and let's just have some fucking fun today. Like, I feel like we've. I, I think I've restricted this this show too much <laughs> to a formula, well, and I'm like, we we lost the essence of what we used to do, which is talk around and talk about random ass shit. Random like, <laughs> Well, my buddy James is telling us, you know, since we're in the pre-show pre-show stuff, that we should probably like stick to like one topic anyway, because you know we do cover a lot of shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. because I'm bored and single, and I ain't got shit to do besides watch TV. <laughs> like I got so, like yeah. As I've been thinking, that's why like last week I wasn't worried about doing the show because I've been trying to formulate what is the best essence of this show, and I think the best essence of our show is us shooting the shit. <laughs> yes, yes. So I feel like we should just like have one big review, and then the rest of the time we come up with just geeky topics to talk about random stuff. And I just have to maybe either some of it can be planned, some of it would be free ball. I just gotta make sure I write down what time we talk about it. But go off on a tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah, because I mean, yeah, do I care about talking about Resident Evil? Not really. Man, fuck that show. Yeah, yeah. Like Like, legitimately fuck that show. (laughs) Or that's really that's what it is. We can review it and that's what we can say and we can move on. Like, that's it. Like, we don't need much more. Oh god. (laughs) That shit pissed me off so much. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that another time, though. Like, oh my god! Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's what I mean. That's why I had I needed a, cl- a palate cleanser after watching that. That's why I watched that fucking Valley of the Dead show movie, which is because so I was better. like, I was like, I need some, I need some, some real good zombie shit after watching this fucking CW bullshit on Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> oh, and you know what? So I also bad. hate like I, I get it. You know, families come in all different shapes and sizes. I get that. Mm-hmm. It's one hundred percent okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I hate like why can't y'all just hire more black people, man? <laughs> right, like everyone had to be mixed. Like every yeah, single I, black person that's a kid has to be mixed. Like, like, like oh yeah, this is my sister who's Asian. Like, and I, I'm, I'm. Don't get me wrong, Asian people, they, they, they live, they exist, they deserve representation too. Yeah, but, but like you got a black I'm ass tired, father. Like yeah, you got. You think in in America. Or in any part of the world, <laughs> they gonna let a right. black dude, a single black dude with no history, adopt two babies, two girls. Right, right, right. right <laughs> One right, of them right. not yeah, even yeah. black. Nah. Yeah, that sounds like some Woody Allen shit. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna tell you the point in the show because one, it, the movie shouldn't even be called Resident Evil. It should just been no. called random zombie movie. But oh, two, yeah. the point that I was like, oh, this is some old bullshit. When that motherfucker came down looking like Blade. I said, "Oh, this is some old bullshit. I'm done." They're like, I "Oh can't. yeah, you're you're Alfred Wesker, but you gotta do." I'm like, "Dude, I'm sorry, Lance Riddick is great in everything that he does. He is, he is probably the best part of the show." But I was like, "Oh man, you must be broke." <laughs> I like how we all go to that. Like, we can't we can't just take the Nicolas Cage model. Like he just like, I'm just like acting. So I, act I just like working. We're you just, know? Like, I just we're like, like nah, you must be no, broke. No. Yeah, you're like you, nah, must, be you broke. must got like a baby mom out there who's asking for a fucking. <laughs> Child support, because they got you, know. you in there. Because you, you bald, like he looks a badass when he's just in a suit and a tie, like fucking in John Wick. He's awesome, and they got yep, this yep, dude yep. like straight up looking like fucking Blade and some shit. And that's like, yeah. oh god. And, like and, I mean, <laughs> I'd rather they just had done a spinoff with his character from what was it, Fringe? Yeah, just let it just been that, and it had yeah. zombies, and I'd have been fine with that. That'd have been perfectly fine. Like, I don't need him to be Wesker. And I'm all for race-swapping characters. If you give the character something to do that is intricate to the race, so you swap it. But yeah. don't just race-swap him just because. Like, And it's because it's not even like he it was Albert Wesker. He was a clone of Albert Wesker. And that's... Right, right. So it's not even the same character. So it's like, why even do this? Like, y'all could have just had him just be somebody new. Because that's what y'all were doing anyway. <laughs> Well, and that's our review of Resident Evil, guys. Hopefully, yeah. you guys fucking hate that's it as much bullshit. as we did. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I'll make sure I mark that down in my timekeeping <laughs> that we reviewed Resident Evil and made sure we let everybody um, know it's some straight everybody who was out garbage. there just on waited on bated breath waiting for our review of fucking Resident Evil like is it good is it bad I must know before I see it <laughs> yeah no, straight just, what is and what is it like Resident Evil struggles to make anything good except for the games because even that animated one we reviewed way back was straight heart garbage let's just be honest too the games as storytelling aren't that good. Ah, uh, well, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> like the games as as a game are fun. Like I remember, I had nightmares after Resident Evil One. But mm-hmm. if you go back and play it and like just listen to like the dialogue is fucking garbage. Yeah, Jill sandwiches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, you're almost a Jill sandwich. Get, uh, get the fuck out of here. If this didn't have zombies in it, like it would have never been anything. So, so I always had ideas that, like, if you just get a major franchise that had something that worked in it, like, rip off other stuff and then just make it with your brand and run with it. So, like, for instance, how I talked about in um, there should be a Star Wars story where it's, like, a diehard-like version of Order 66 in the Jedi Council. Just rip off that hard yeah. and make that. And it'd be dope. Instead of the guns, <laughs> he has a lightsaber. Yeah. taking out stormtroopers. Same thing with Resident Evil. He was there for Life Day. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right, right. Same thing with Resident Evil. Just rip off, just do Nemesis and rip off any slasher movie ever. Yeah. Or, I don't know, because I feel like here in our Western American Hollywood style, like, they don't know how to do zombie movies anymore. That's why, like, I mean, pretty much every zombie movie that I have liked in the last, like, 10 years has been a foreign zombie movie or a very low budget because I did like live with that uh, little boy from um, from Team Wolf in it. But that was a ripoff of a Korean movie. It's the exact same one. So, mm-hmm. so but those were good. But everything else, like fucking uh, Army of the Dead, I can't even name that many <laughs> yeah. zombie movies that came out. Like ever since Walking Dead teetered off, they're like, oh, zombies are over. Army of Dead was garbage. This shit's garbage. Every last Resident Evil movie, which, you know, whether you consider them zombie movies or not, they have zombies in them, have been mm-hmm. garbage, except for the first one. <laughs> but that was 40 uh, years I mean, ago. <laughs> and, I mean, and the first one was pretty garbage, too, which is that at the time of the genre, it yeah, was like, was, oh, this is cool. Now you look at it, now you're like, can this, get. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's like that, like Resident Evil 1, uh, Underworld, all those movies, like at the time in the moment, felt like they were like, "Oh, this is pretty decent." Yeah. And then you rewatch them now, and it's not even like a hindsight thing. You just realize that like it's so stoked in that era's like it's just film since two thousands emo yeah. bullshit. <laughs> like, right, oh, right, right. Got to be the Matrix <laughs> in two thousand and three or whatever. But I will exactly. always give Underworld a pass because that was written by a black dude. So. <laughs> okay, never mind. Underworld is great, and I don't know yeah. what I was talking about. I misremembered the movie. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Underworld always the first one. I don't know about any of the other ones, but the first one, the whole concept was written by a black dude. You know that big uh, werewolf motherfucker in there? The big black yeah, yeah. dude with the deep voice? He wrote the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he wrote his own self into it. That's even better. Yeah. And he gave himself the, the most. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> he was in the screen time for like five minutes. He should have been like, hey, it don't matter. Give me that money. <laughs> <laughs> I need a writing credit and an acting credit, please. That's and somehow paychecks, he ended please. up getting paid way more than what's her face. Uh, what's the girl's name? Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> oh well, I mean, I kind of feel like even at the point of Underworld, that Kate Beckinsale was known, but wasn't she was known. In, uh, known. She was in uh, Pearl Harbor. Come on, man! <laughs> nobody watching that shit, bro. It was it wasn't Titanic. What nobody watching Pearl Harbor? She was right? in. Uh, was she was she in the English? No, that's not the. She wasn't in the English that, patient. Was she was in something. She was in jail. And she was in jail and was it broke place mountain or something or broke broken home? Oh, broken palace with uh she yeah, was in there you with go. uh what's the other the other chick? You know how to Claire Danes? <laughs> Claire Danes, that's right. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm literally guessing white women's <laughs> names and uh, I'm getting there. I'm like, who was hot in the nineties and early two thousands? Because my next guess is gonna be Julia Stein. Hey, you know what? That's gonna be my next I'm not guess. gonna fact check it because it totally cannot be I was thinking with a paltrow. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's one of them blonde women. I don't know. They all the same goop, to me. I don't know. Goop goop was in jail with, with a paltrow. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, either regardless, like I feel like Underworld, because of the scantily clad, tight wearing leather suit, 
like yeah. took it to another level. Black so leather shit before dual wielding pistols. Yeah, yeah. And the whole like, how hot is it to have a woman that can you know can shoot? You know, pew pew, tur trinity. God. You know, if you can shoot, that makes you hot, I guess. The late two thousand or the early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands were like a thirteen year old because I was thirteen years then. Thirteen year old's wet dream. Like every single movie was like. What will make a 13-year-old jizz his pants? This. <laughs> like, all we gotta do is this and we're good. Like, that's your most popular movie. It's werewolves and scantily clad vampire ladies who dual-wield pistols. Like, mm-hmm, is there a mm-hmm. story there? Does the lore, like, even make any sense? Nah. Why even care about the lore? Yeah. <laughs> But some fucking freshman high school is gonna think it's gonna make his whole personality about that shit. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah. He's coming leather clad, and he's gonna think like he's hot in the streets because he's wearing leather, and yeah. realizing that leather's completely uncomfortable, and yeah. nobody—that's why nobody wears that shit. And you smell like horse shit because a you didn't shower in the first place. Now you put on this fucking heavy ass leather coat, and you just sweat all up in that shit, and like you just stink, and you wonder why. And don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. I was that guy. <laughs> right? so, <laughs> that's how you know. First thing that's how I know. Right? <laughs> you smell like shit. And you're like, why don't no one want to be my friend? Because you smell like shit. That's why. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why nobody want to be my friend. <laughs> why don't the girls like me? I'm totally like Neo from the Matrix. <laughs> right, right. Even though technically Neo wore cargo pants. Ah. Yeah. Oh, See? yeah. He was smart. He <laughs> <laughs> he wanted his nuts to breathe while he was like karate kicking people. He so. needed those extra pockets too. <laughs> right, right. That's for ammunition. <laughs> Here's my thing. Uh, I'm a man of a certain age. I would totally wear cargo shorts, cargo pants if I didn't get made fun of because those shits are comfortable. You got pockets for extra for extra activities and shit. But oh no, mm. they're not cool. They're dad pants and shit. Look. If you could carry more dad, shit, so you can you can wear it. You're a dad. That's it's yeah, but I'm it's also made for you now. I'm also trying to you know have relations with women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not married. Once you get married and stuff, then you can wear all the fuck you want, right? Yeah, it's true. I remember the first time I wore a shorts that came like above my knee by like two three inches. Oh my god! And I was like, oh man, I might as well just just shred my black card now. <laughs> We're in John like, Those Stockton are the good shorts. old days, man. We can like, <laughs> why I'm wearing shorts right now? They're above my knee, and I'm like, I hate it, but I, I, I gotta get out there. Gotta be on these streets. <laughs> my why are they above my knees? I'm from the '90s. They should be down. Yeah, to my yeah. Ankles. Nuts hanging out on one side of the shorts, and wonder why people are looking at me weird and why I have a breeze going on. See, it's just it's not it's not the look I was going for. <laughs> look, it's a style, <laughs> right? Right. It's it's what it's about now. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't. Oh, here's a better question Who wins in the fight? Uh, back in Kate Beckinsale from Underworld or Alice from Resident Evil? Ooh, well, Kate Beckinsale is a vampire, she has so mm-hmm. she has experience, she's like 100 years old, okay. Uh, but Alice from Resident Evil, she's like genetically modified to be just like the best person ever. I mean, like everybody else in that franchise died except for her. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so, like, um, which one is Wes Anderson direct? Like, which is it? <laughs> is he going to direct this movie? <laughs> oh, if he directs it, we know Miller Jolo was just yeah, winning. She won. <laughs> Who's directing saying, this also, movie? Is- <laughs> I think it's also a harder question because then you have to think about like. What version of Alice? Because it was like one version of her briefly that like had like psychic mind controlling yeah well, powers. Like Forty she... clones of her, hundreds of clones of her, whatever. Right, right, right. I don't. Yeah, I would I... still say Mila Jovovich because like if you see Kate Beckinsale in real life and you see Mila Jovovich, like Mila Jovovich just works out. She like she does kickboxing and shit. Mm-hmm. Kate Beckinsale is like five foot three, like a hundred and four pounds, like soaking wet. Like she's got yeah. I don't believe it, but she is also a vampire, yeah. so like she'll have like I mean, you know, we vampire. Did all watch, we did watch Jolt, and we didn't yeah. believe that either. So yeah, <laughs> I'm with you there. Uh, that gives me Underworld that we believed Underworld, but Jolt came out. We was like, what the nah, hell? What the shit? Well, because she was a vampire in Underworld, so it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> 
And with that being said, welcome everybody to the N Word for Nerd podcast. I know, I know you got to enjoy some of this great content we were giving you. And look here, man, uh, that's all we do is give you nothing but spectacular content all day, every day. If you are a first time watching and listening to us, my name is Jason, and his name is Jason. And we're <laughs> both lords. And that's why we've been gone, because we've been lording over our lordship in our land and getting followers. Now, Jason's more into the, um, how do we say, dictatorship, and I'm more yeah, of the democratic the part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so jason please uh introduce yourself and let us all know about your adventures of uh i'm not going to say raping but let's say pillaging and taxing oh dude i'm i'm a good i'm a good i'm a good lord all right the the village was someone else's so nothing that i did to them was considered legal because they're not my people feudalism right? <laughs> <laughs> is a terrible terrible system of government by the way no 100 100 <laughs> I mean, what you been up to, man? We had some time away. We took a little break from each other and the show. I know people were crying. Yeah. They're like, where's our content? And we were like, yeah, yeah. You know, beach vacation. You were at home. I had track meets out of town. You, you were at home. And then something <laughs> else happened. And then you were at, I was home, at home. So <laughs> No, I went to a concert. And then okay. I played a lot of golf in the last, like, two weeks. And it's, like... More golf that I've played in the last like two weeks than I ever have than most black people have ever had in their lives. Mm. Question When you were at your concert, did you all do a circle of death or a death oh, ball no. or no, 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 breaking... that's not okay. So, okay, for kids who don't know, uh, I do enjoy <laughs> metal music. Uh, occasionally at hardcore metal shows, there will be circles of death where you will spin around and and into a, it's a really large mosh pit, but. At this show, Cody and Cambria, there's only like some mild moshing, some mild crowd surfing. Uh, the people we were around who were their first concerts were totally like freaked out, but it was really not that bad. <laughs> One girl panicked and left. And I'm like, oh, you kids. <laughs> this is now. <laughs> I want everybody to keep this in mind that Jason would say no to death sticks, but he's fine with doing circles of death. Well, because you're not going to die in the circle of death. <laughs> well, we don't die with nowhere either. We don't know death sticks for you either. Death sticks might be one of the greatest highs ever. Death sticks are made from spice. A, it's slave labor the kids are, Okay, so that's already I'm morally against it. Okay, right? okay. Everybody in the circle of death chooses to participate. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. You know, so so and, and there's also slave labor bad, but product made of just pure an uh, anarchy and, and joy and, good. and teenage angst yeah okay got it <laughs> oh, i forgot about that the emo yeah. the hair flip got it yeah, got yeah. It, got it, got it. they don't understand you just don't understand jason this is my bangs by the way <laughs> don't worry one day i'm gonna go with you and then i'm gonna um get in the the death by getting in the circle so well i don't really go to those shows that have circles of deaths anymore a mosh pit it's like if you ever played football, you will survive a mosh pit. It is not that hard. Uh, walls of death are fun, but yeah, I don't go to those kind of shows anymore. But <laughs> that reminds well, me of the. So do you what's remember the difference of what's the difference between a circle of death and a wall of death? Okay, a circle of death is where the crowd starts spitting in a circle. They're all various forms of mosh pits, and if you don't know what a mosh pit is, it's just a type of slam dancing where you, people who can't dance, usually white people and Jason Bakers, you know, you're, you're listening to the music and you just want to get your body moving. And so you just bump into the next guy over you. You're not trying to hurt anybody, even though there's people out there who do. You're not trying to hurt anybody. You're just trying to move and feel. And so you just mm -hmm. slam dance with each other. So circle pits are, are giant mosh pits that really spin in a circle. And then you might have other guys sitting in a circle. It's just a huge melee where a wall of death is usually... Like called upon by the band where the crowd will split into two sides. And then when the song calls for it, you just run straight at each other and then just start a giant mosh pit that way, which is really fun. <laughs> wow. And you end it with it is really fun. See, guys, here here at our show, we teach <laughs> as well as preach. And then Look, you just I, all learn something, you know. I'm also <laughs> nearly 40 years old. I do not do this stuff anymore, but when I was a teenager. And going to these shows, I've been in mosh pits with like legit skinheads and shit, and like, and it's fun. It's it's 
especially because it's like you think it's just people trying to hurt each other, but it's not. Like there's like rules to it. Like if someone falls over, you pick them up, you dust them off, you pat them on the shoulder, and you get back to it. And you like you help people out. It's it's if you ever been there enough, you you'll get the vibe. And it's not like you see in the movies where they're just starting like I'm gonna murder you, pop pop pop, and punching and stuff. <laughs> you learn something, this, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for joining us. It's a pleasure for us to be here, but even more important for you to listen to us or be watching us. Uh, don't, uh, I was gonna say, don't remember, but do remember. <laughs> this is, I'm rusty, guys. I gotta get, yeah. I gotta get the yeah, flow get back. back. I gotta get the flow back. <laughs> yeah, do remember to check out our sponsors in your face art. I'm actually wearing a shirt from them today. It is the Black Art Matters shirt. Hey, here you go, Black <laughs> Art Matters. Um, check them out in your face art.com. I just ordered two more shirts from them a slick ass Afro Samurai one, and I forgot what the other one was. I think I got the red all star shirt because I got the blue all stars and I got the red one. So Ooh. that's going to be coming in the mail pretty soon. I'm excited, ready to rock Don't that on the show. Any neighborhoods in Atlanta wearing that shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The red or the blue. No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't want that smoke with the homo thugs. So, but with that being said, check that out. Also, we have our nerd focus, uh, where we have probably the description, a link in the description. You buy a case, tell us how it tastes, and 10% of those proceeds go directly to Jason and I to help fund our lordship. So yeah. help fund our pillaging and raiding of our <laughs> right. neighboring kingdoms. <laughs> and just to let you know, we're probably going to see, feel like the show's going to be a little different going forward. Because we, guys, I'm just going to keep it real with you. I'm just going to keep it real. Let's just keep it a bean with y'all. Because, you know, we love y'all. Y'all love us. We tired of reviewing all these crappy stuff. <laughs> we tired, of, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. And it'd be, it be a lot of energy trying to review it all. And then come up with funny and witty things to say. And they got to remember, did I use that in the other review? And then if you notice our last couple of reviews, they all started feeling like we were saying the same thing about every fucking movie. You know why? Because they all fucking suck. And we just, <laughs> just trying to figure out a nice way to say, this ain't that good, but it's I. Right, but it ain't really I. Right. So we decided to go give you a show now. That's going to be with whatever major release that we think is important. And we'll talk about that. And other than that, we'll talk about some random other cool stuff. And if you don't have nothing else to talk about, we'll just end the fucking show. Yeah. That's it. That's you it. might get a 15-minute uh, diatribe about uh, boss pits. <laughs> Who knows? Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I feel like is way more entertaining than I think we had on the Resident Evil. Like, yeah, guys, Resident we Evil, yeah. about the beginning of the show, but that boss pit conversation was way more entertaining than anything we said on that Resident Evil partial <laughs> review. So we just saved your ears a lot of time and pleasure. So with that being said, enjoy the new format of the show. If you guys have ideas or topics you want us to talk about, or a movie you want us to review, we still will review it, or a TV show you want us to review, we will still do that. We're going to try to make these things so we could do more entertaining things and more production type stuff, and that frees us up because we're not watching, you know, 18, hours. 25 hours of <laughs> content in like three days to bring you a show. So hopefully yeah. this new format works out a little better. You guys feel it and enjoy it more, and hopefully we'll bring more people that want to join us on the show and talk about random stuff. Um, Jason, is anything you like to add with uh, yeah. with that? Also, if you want to come and talk about random shit with us, please, we are more than happy to let you on the show if your camera and microphone are working. Also, just make sure you test that shit out nice. first, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear that beautiful con quality we got? La 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 la. Like we don't need you coming to be like this. If you're connecting on your iPhone, stay at home. All right, it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> like. Hey, look, you don't need to be here. Some, <laughs> some dude shot a whole movie on his iPhone. What was it? Unsane? That was all shot on the Oh, iPhone. no. That was, the, that was the one that was uh, first person or whatever. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah, see it. It's fine. It I don't like, I don't like fucking gimmicky movies. Yeah. Oh, I shot it on my iPhone. Okay. I went to art school. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Two siblings who run a California horse ranch discover something wonderful and sinister in the skies above. Why? Well, hold on. What did they discover wonderful that is? Anyway, the owner of an adjacent theme park tries to profit from the mysterious otherworldly phenomenon. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the summary of Jordan Peele's latest movie. Nope. But That's if you joined us for the first time, we do this one thing that we do every time. If you, you've been with us forever, you already know how we about to get down. 
Jason, give us your one sentence review of Nope. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it. I, you stole mine. Okay. <laughs> that is low-hanging fruit. It's literally the lowest hanging fruit. <laughs> like, it was either going to be, you didn't like it, so nope, or you did like it, so yep. <laughs> Damn. So on the fly, then, Jason's what to this review is... Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, we will start talking about Nope. Uh, Jason, what are your thoughts on the movie Nope? So uh, I saw this on Sunday night at 1120 at night uh, after my sister had called me. Her and her, her, her husband had called me, and they were upset. They were like, have you seen this garbage-ass movie? And I'm like, what are you talking what are you talking about? Nope, this is one of the most anticipated movies of the year. So I went to go watch this movie. And let's just be clear, I understand why people don't like this movie. Uh, this is one of those movies that isn't for everybody. But for those who it is for, this shit is great. Like, this is a this to me, a cinephile who likes to watch movies, who likes maybe a little bit of a simplistic more storyline that doesn't have, even though you can break it down into all its, you know, themes and motifs and shit like that. This movie is literally Jaws with maybe an alien. I don't fucking know if it's an alien. It could be a kaiju. It could be, I don't know, the collective will of every racist person in America. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, yeah, this is definitely, like, a very, like, methodical... Like, you don't really see where it's going until it's already gone there. And then after a while, you're like, oh, okay, I got that. That makes sense. And, like, in the basic, the boil down to it, this is just, uh, as I say, it's Jaws. It's a creature feature. It's all about, you know, people dealing with something that's a little bit out of their control. And I liked I liked everything about this. I liked Danny Kalua, who only said, like, four words in this whole entire movie. I like Kiki Palmer, who said all the other words in this whole entire movie. <laughs> Freaking, um, I enjoyed um, Stephen Yoon's character, like in his whole backstory and like what he was doing and all that other stuff. This that might was... have been Stephen Yoon's best performance I've ever seen him ever do, and anything I've ever seen him do. Because I mean, I've I mean, seen him a lot of good shit, cool, <laughs> but this is really—he was really good in this. One. Yeah, like, yeah. The 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 number one issue I have for this movie is if you're going to put Sir Keith David in a movie, you put him in a motherfucking movie, all right? Yes. <laughs> yes. For those that don't know, we talk about Goliath from Gargoyles. We talking about, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the gentleman that's in part of the greatest fight scene in movie in history. In history. <laughs> yes, and they live. Like, come on. Like, don't, no, don't he ain't no, no Keith David, and don't give me no Keith David. I know he's getting up on age. You know, he, he may not be as spry as he used to be, but he ain't no day player, all right? You don't call him in for one day and call it and call it done. No, you need him every single day on that on that set, all right? So mm-hmm. that would be... Unless, <laughs> unless Jordan Peele paid him a crap load of money yeah. for one day and then <laughs> go and get up. your money, black man. Get yeah. your money. <laughs> and then go play golf for the rest of the time. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> this movie, as is... Very simplistic from uh, a story standpoint, but like once you get what he's trying to do, there are very, very many different layers and and uh, a few different themes that you can kind of unpack from this. You know, mm-hmm. it it's very basically like this creature that they don't understand is angry at them, like Jaws was, and is now trying to eat them. That's the movie, mm-hmm. but it's also about you know how Hollywood exploits people and animals, you know? It's also about, you know, how black people, for the, for the most part, weren't, were exploited and aren't, you know, gathering the wealth that was generated off of their hard work. And it's all sorts of different things in there. And uh, is it Jordan Peele's best movie? <laughs> nope. <laughs> but is this his worst? If you think, if, if you think it's his best movie, you better get out. For us, <laughs> I think I like it better than <laughs> this. Is yeah. it's still a great movie? Like, 
and I always said this is if you come out and you if you're a baseball player and you come out and you start hitting home runs in your first you know time at bat when you hit a inside the park when you hit a triple people are like what the fuck you you suck now it's like nah this is a solid ass movie with great visuals and a great little tight story and some and it's not scary but there's some legitimately like one legitimately horrifying thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in this movie and it was it was fun it was great oh. i enjoyed it you know what I just thought of another joke, but it's too late because we went past it. I was gonna be like, oh, the key is you gotta peel some of the layers <laughs> to get the thing. Oh, but I wasted it. It wasn't in sync. It wasn't in time. I wish I thought of it earlier. Oh, I'm mad at myself. Sorry. Go ahead. We need a script writer for this, guys. We do right. this all the time. All right. But yeah, there are definitely there's definitely some layers to it. There's definitely some some nice, deep, nitty-gritty stuff in there. Uh, the characters are all like very unique and very, as I said, Danny Clue is a, this stoic sort of like every every man who is literally just trying to keep his farm alive. His sister is this, you know, Kiki Palmer is this hustler who is just trying to make her next, you know, who tries who's trying to make it big. You know, she just wants to get be rich and famous. You know, even down to Angel, the tech guy, who you know, if you're paying attention, realize that he's also kind of like. Uh, Emerald Kiki Palmer's character because he's trying to make it rich as well. Because when you see his apartment, he's mining Bitcoin and he's all about trying to get this shot of this creature so they can make a million bucks. Even down to the motivation of the uh, director, I believe his name was uh, Antler, Antler something. I have it written down on my notes. It is Antler Host. Yeah, dumb name. Y'all should have wrote that. But like, even him, like, and he's only in it for like a few scenes, but you in those couple of scenes, you realize like how and why he's going to end up the way he ends up. Mm-hmm. Even as I said, even Steven Yoon's character, Mr. Uh, Ray Jupe uh, Kim or Park, that's his last name, Ricky Kim, Ricky Park. I'm, I'm mixing up Korean last names. I'm so sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Like you think that some of the stuff, especially the stuff with the monkey isn't relevant. But it's the most relevant, and like right, the way right. he's operating and acting, it's because of the trauma that he had, and like, oh god, there's just so much going on in this movie. Well, chef's kiss. Give me more, Jordan Peele. Yeah, man, I'm gonna <laughs> just break it down. I think I think Jason hit most of it, and I'm not going to labor the points. But the performances are great. But I'm gonna labor this one point. It it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying his movies have ever looked bad, but you can tell, and this is something important that I think a lot of people don't think about or realize that, like you mentioned, you 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 do get out, you not get out out of the park, literally, figuratively, however you want to look at it, and then you do us, and it's more of a subtle movie, and people have a mixed response because the the themes and the layers of it are so heavy handed. I think. That people turn some people off, and I think it didn't have enough of the the scare, the trauma scares in it for people like get out there. This one I think is a mixture of both of them, and it does both of them very well. But you're seeing a filmmaker who's getting better at his craft, mm-hmm. and a lot of people we don't give a lot of respect to that in the industry when somebody starts at one level because usually most people's first movies, typically first or second movies, are usually their best because that's you've had your whole life. To make to that think movie. about, yeah, yeah, and to see him get better at his craft because it is shot phenomenal. It's shot so well that I'm I want to go see this in IMAX now because he's used a lot of IMAX cameras to shoot a lot of this movie. And there's certain scenes in here that you can see and go, "Oh, that was definitely shot in IMAX," and it looks amazing on a regular screen. I can only imagine what it looks and feels like from the sound in an IMAX theater. It it's shot phenomenally. I, I feel like he's mastering his craft also in a sense that this movie, I feel like for those who don't get bogged down by trying to like, quote unquote, figure it out and just sit and enjoy this movie. He takes you on a ride. He mm-hmm. takes you on a journey. The journey starts off with tragedy. Then it goes into developing these characters to learn their, their, their what, what makes them go, what motivates them. Then it turns into, like I said, a kaiju creature feature alien situation like that but even in those moments 
it never loses what the characters are about throughout the whole process. And then it goes into a situation where you start realizing that what they initially were trying to do, maybe it's not the best thing to be doing because what this <laughs> what this, this this thing is, isn't to be trifled with in the sense of what they were originally planning. Which goes back to the themes. <laughs> yes, yes. And so I just want to end this review saying um, justice for Gordy. Because <laughs> my man was fed up with it. He handled his business. And they took him out like it was like <laughs> well, justice. So justice for Gordy, my man. He's he's the lost person there. But besides that joke, if you watch the movie, you know what we're talking about. But it it is a very, very layered movie. But I think I like about this is that if you wanted to watch this and not want to deal with the themes or the layers of it, it's still just a good creature feature. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're hearing the negativity come from it. I don't know if they were expecting something or it wasn't creature feature enough for them or the themes are too heavy. I don't know what the the, the, the the disregard for it is because I sat back and watched this movie. It sounds great. It looks great. Good characters. And like I said, just treating it as a creature feature, I still had fun. Um, I can't say enough about this. I think when I got out, I texted you. It was like, I love this movie. Like it's <laughs> go, and, then I look, and we know, we know, guys. Let, let's go. If you're new to the show, first time listening, I'm a mark for horror movies and sci-fi movies, especially. So for me to actually get a good one, I'm like through the moon on it. Cause I've liked other stuff that was just god awful and horrific. Straight garbage, I've, everybody. Yeah, he liked yes. Halloween fucking it kills. Oh, and that oh, shit was fucking I bullshit. <laughs> let's tell you, I just said I like Halloween kills. I just said I enjoyed the kills of it. That and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh I can god. enjoy gore and kills. I'm not saying I have to enjoy the movie. To enjoy the silliness of the gory goriness, but the point being is that I'm a mark for that stuff, and this movie's just just well made. And I wish other oh, changes. I hope this isn't the pinnacle of what Jordan Peele's career will be because these first three movies are really really good. Get Out, I think, is a perfect movie. I think Us has its flaws, but it still accomplishes the point. I think this is the middle ground between those two. It makes me excited to see what his next feature is going to be. Yeah, and for my hip hop fans, this, the correlation for what I think is next next thing is going to be, it's kind of like how, for most people, Kanye West's best album for a lot of people's college dropout, but for me, it's my dark twisted fantasy, my dark twisted beautiful fantasy, is my favorite Kanye album. I feel like that's what the next movie is going to be for him, where it's going to be just all the things that are come together from the story, the look, the sound, and the visuals, and I'm just here for it. Shout out to Note, man. Shout out to Jordan Peele on this one. I think, yeah, I think Jordan Peele possibly can only go up from here. I would like to see him tackle, like, maybe a fantasy movie or something like that and, and have oh, his be unique spin and vision to it. Because, like, this movie does not, like, unlike Get Out and whether you think that Us had a twist or not, this movie doesn't have a twist, per se. But it mm-hmm. does play with your expectations about what this kind of movie should be about and i feel like he he definitely is able to twist the expectation to his advantage and that's what i really really enjoyed about this movie is that like from and i had little to no expectation uh expectation for this movie because i barely only saw the first teaser and i was like nope on all the other trailers because i didn't want to get spoiled <laughs> We're gonna do this all night, guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you might as well just start taking a drink every time we <laughs> yeah. say no. Every every time we say no, take a shot. <laughs> yeah, nope. Yeah, but, but I yeah, had because, like yeah a, a basic understanding of what was going to be pertained in this movie or contained in this movie, and still with what he gave us, still play with my expectation, and it was it was great. Yeah, get out yeah, of here if you didn't absolutely. like. It. I love that uh, Dave, uh Dave, sorry Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya Kaluuya um, it's African <laughs> yeah like how you said he has like four words to the whole thing but he almost like I am groups it where like every little sound that every time he says the same words with the different inflections you can tell the different emotion going on and I know we're joking he says more than four words but like every time he uses some of the same verbiage like how he says it is completely spot on for what the mood of what's going on is happening. Also, to your point of hoping he does more stuff, 
Jordan Peele has been on record saying he wants to make a Gargoyles movie for forever. So I wonder if that's why he pulled in Keith David. to be <laughs> he like, him on yeah, say, yeah, to be like, hey. we can get you. <laughs> right, right, right. I just want to, I just want to hear you read the phone book in, in in Goliath voice. That's all. But so I would love for him to put on and do a Gargoyles movie, man. They could actually give him the budget to make the effects look right, or or he could go straight Ninja Turtles '90 style. And make rubber ass suits and do it, and I would think that'd be hilarious. But <laughs> I'll just hope at the same time. <laughs> be in it, be right there, going, "Oh my god, this is great!" <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and yeah, one no, last it... point. Speaking of of Daniel Kaluuya and his his line delivery, just his all around general awesomeness. There's this one line that really got to me when uh when uh, Emerald Kiki Palmer's character was like, "Let's get out of here," and he's like, "I ain't leaving." He's like, "Why?" Because I got miles to feed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, give that man a hug. <laughs> Let's do <it. laughs> Absolutely. No, he's I great. got work to do. I got miles to feed. Like, let's get to work. <laughs> Kiki Palmer's great in it too, as well. And I think, and it's funny, I feel like ever since we had that conversation about Kiki Palmer, you've just pretty much Phoenix from the ashes, rejuvenated <laughs> her whole life. I don't know if it's like words, words of affirmation, or you, you got to put system. it out there. You got to put it but, out there. And they'll get it back. That's why I'm winning the lottery tonight, guys. Eight hundred and thirty million. <laughs> just, I'll ask. Just, just take care of both my kids. That's all. Uh, <laughs> I'll still work every day. Just take care of. Them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I think that's what I was saying, Jay- Jason. What is your rating for? Nope. Nine out of five. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm going to go and one up him and go ten out of five. So I love this movie. Go check it out if you can. Check it out in. Uh, IMAX. I was just yeah. going to see an IMAX. I haven't seen it in IMAX yet, but from what I saw in the regular theater, go check this out in IMAX. You'll really enjoy this, for sure. But there is one part where it unlocked a new fear in me that I didn't know I had. <laughs> <laughs> and now, that's not going to haunt me for the rest of my life. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Jordan mm-hmm. Peele. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I mean, and for, I guess, side note, too, we, we were talking about Kiki Palmer's character in this. Um, I we you know in horror movies you have the final girl that's like a trope in yeah. in horror movies and i think here you still have like the final girl tropeish type of thing going on here um i thought it was interesting similar to a final girl that i think we all high and very hold in a very high echelon ellen ripley i thought it was very similar to here that the like that's final girl <laughs> yeah 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 this final girl like same similar situation didn't have a gun didn't have like like you know all these environments yeah. have some kind of weaponized thing and like Ellen oh. Ripley similar to um M in this one it was their smarts and intelligence that actually mm-hmm. pushed them through to the level they got to I, I thought it was just an interesting thing because we don't we don't ever and I, I even to rack my brain to think have I seen a black final girl or woman that used that method of intelligence to handle the situation because let's be completely honest. I feel like one, you rarely get a black final, final girl to girl. begin with. Yeah. And two, you usually when you do get it, they all gotta have a gap. They all gotta get the nine. Like it's always some kind of in which I'm not uh, saying it's a hood thing, but it's just it's more of a weaponized thing when they get it. So I, I don't know. I just, g- it, the only final girl I can even think of that was even remotely uh like that is Kiki Palmer's character in Alice, <laughs> where she used her smarts to go back and save her people. Well, yeah, but she still had the guns and everything with her too. Like she, yeah, I mean, but she still used it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny, actually. My cousin said he needed to watch Alice. I'm like, ah, oh, we already reviewed that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because I think if you watch the beginning of this movie, most theaters have the preview for Halloween ends in the beginning with Jamie Lee Curtis as the reoccurring, uh, you know, final grandmother. <laughs> so, no girl no may- more. <laughs> final matriarch final matron How about there you that? go there you go yeah, yeah. so it just kind of made me think about that actually who wins in a fight ellen ripley or lori shroud come on what do they come, come on, on. this question. is not even a question El- freaking ellen ripley freaking wipes the floor with lori strode man she she beats her on multiple levels i mean there's not she didn't lori didn't even bring anything to the game <laughs> well the, the the I'm not gonna say the original, not the original. The or the beginning of this franchise, she was all strapped up, like she was like survival. Yeah, training. but she didn't do nothing with it. Did she kill her her assailant? 
No, there's still two well, more movies after this. You know what Ella Ripley wait. did? <laughs> she has killed multiple motherfucking aliens, all right? She but fought the same example. Al- she fought an alien queen and said, get away from her, you bitch, and knocked that bitch out into space and blew it up. <laughs> and then let that bitch follow her on a plane to no, the No, no, no. This is we're talking about aliens, not alien. And then she still blew up the alien on alien in alien. She blew up the alien in the in the in the in the uh exhaust plume from her, her rocket ships. And in aliens, right. she fist fight that motherfucker and threw it out into space. <laughs> Hold on, but then how did it, it? I thought it trapped no, in one of their bodies and came out in three. No, because well, that's because they didn't know how to write. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, so it's fine when they survive, so they don't know how to write. But it's look, fine look, when, that is when Michael Myers uh, And then still, guess what? She killed that one, and she killed the baby one too. All right, so she's still oh, sacrificing five, herself. Four for four. Yeah. <laughs> look, every alien that's come up against alien Rip- Evelyn Ripley has died. Okay. How many times is like only once has Michael Meyer died, and they retconned that like the next movie. Yeah, it it was the what the the EMT guy. Yeah, that's like, why oh, he was flailing the letter. he broke his yeah. windpipe so he couldn't talk. Okay, okay. yeah, because you, sure, you just sure, reach sure, your sure, hand sure. out when you're like, no, you just go no, <laughs> stop. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you take the mask off. You go, it's not, it's not Michael. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know what? I never thought about that. that he didn't take off the mask. Like he had, me that he didn't. like he had use of at least one arm. Uh, that's the first thing you do is take off the fucking mask. You don't be like, oh, it's just in an ambulance. Oh, hey, no, I gotta. Why am I wearing a mask? I'll just take this off and be like, hey, lady, don't kill me with an axe. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. feel like it's something with that reason why he didn't take it off. And I haven't, I've have not watched that trash movie in a very long time, so I don't know why. I feel like it was some other reason why he didn't take his mask off. But I know way. we'll probably get comments telling us why, you know, what really happened. And it doesn't matter. Besides, the point is she couldn't kill one human being and other Ripley's killed supernatural alien type yeah. species that were built for predator like to hunting. kill people. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, so, even look. the Marines, the space age futuristic Marines couldn't take down these beasts. So oh, those those poor guys. They didn't they didn't know what they were getting into. <laughs> And Paul Reiser, what an asshole. Like, geez. Well, like, after seeing all... Stranger Things. And here's the thing, like, in movies, when they do this, where they always like, we can make this a weapon. Like, what part of this did you did you think that you could make this into a weapon or something that you can use? Like, in, in any history of human history, like, we got dogs. That's about it. Are there mm-hmm. attack lions mm-hmm. out there? No. Nope. <laughs> you know? Maybe you might say I've trained one bear to fight for me, but are they like, oh, <laughs> you know what's better than uh, an attack animal? A gun. <laughs> we, right. We figured it out. <laughs> like, or even just, let's just, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out here. I mean, even the tiger with Seafried and Roy still attacked that dude's ass. Yeah. Right. And that was his friend. I, right. <laughs> that right. Tiger loved Roy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Years, <laughs> decades of time together, and he was still like, you know what? I am not jumping on this motherfucking box no more time, motherfucker. Like, no, you get this claw and you lay down. I'm not laying down no more. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really wish, like, like in the Jurassic Worlds, in the Alien Resurrections, and all these other movies, in the Predator Nines or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, really wish somebody when the military, evil military guys, like, we can use this. I wish one was like. Nigga, no, we can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> See, and ladies and gentlemen, that is why you need diversity in your boardrooms. Because yeah. the black person will stand up and be like, I don't even like random dogs. You want to be a yeah. random alien? Yeah. No. Nah, no. I resign. I resign today. Thank you. It Thank literally you, wiped out our colony, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we going to, you know what? We can do this easier. We have nuclear weapons. If you want to wipe out a colony, press the button and we can come back. All right. <laughs> like... uh, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Whalen. I really appreciate your time, but I'm going to put in my two weeks. And my two yeah. weeks means I'm taking PTO for two weeks and I'm here's the form. See yeah. you later. <laughs> I'm, I'm <Bye>. out. <laughs> y'all, y'all some dumbasses right here. I ain't going to be a part of this. Oh, and, y'all and want me to go block... on the ship? <laughs> no, no. Right. no. <laughs> you better not block my unemployment either. I'm filing yeah. unemployment, you assholes. Uh, <laughs> I better get my 401k and severance. <laughs>
Right. <laughs> I need my chips and my dip, but it's crazy. I need my ass plan. I need healthcare for at least two more years too. <laughs> right. Don't make. Don't make. Don't let me leak this to the media. <laughs> Yeah, no, yes, terrible ideas. Weaponizing animals, terrible. You know, it's even worse idea. Like, I wish now movies would just stop using it. Yeah, like, maybe just... get away with that shit in the eighties because it was like a different era. But now, like, we know you don't weaponize animals. Like, what, well, what? hold on, change it. Hold on, stop. You can weaponize one animal, the elephant. Because what he did to that lady, <laughs> that elephant, the elephant yeah, was don't... like. <laughs> but then, even then, the elephant was like, "I'm only going for that one bitch over right, there, right, and then I'm right. done." <laughs> People don't know. It's some ele- I think it was in India. This elephant attacked this lady. Now, we supposedly, the rumor was that she had Help. led poachers. Helped poachers. Their, her calves. Yeah. The elephant's calves. Yeah. So the elephant found this hoe, beat her ass by the lake. <laughs> the chick died, so God rest her soul. But the elephant was so petty. It must have been a black elephant. You ain't know they got them in India. It's called black elephants. The elephant was so petty. So Keisha the elephant rolled up on the funeral and wax that dead body again, like beat that dead body down. (laughs) Then after she beat up the dead body at the funeral, and mind you, she was rolling deep too. It was like two other elephants with her. They just went even by herself. She (laughs) brought her girls with her and everything. Didn't touch nobody else at the funeral, whooped that dead body's ass, then left there and was like, I'm going to go to your home and knock your whole house over. (laughs) Bitch is dead. She don't even own that shit no more. And they were like, nah, fuck that. I don't don't even want your kids getting property value. Fuck you, because you done took my kids, so fuck your kids' property value selling this house. Bulled over her house, stomped it all out, and then took a shit on it and left. Really didn't take a shit on it, but in my mind, she took a shit on oh, it. Oh, the Delphin definitely took a shit at some point. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it bounced. <laughs> just bounced. It was like... <laughs> like that I'm not so laughing at human suffering, because the fact that the lady died is bad. Even if Look. she did poach, it's bad. But that shit is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> the petty that elephant, mayonnaise. Look, <laughs> that elephant so petty that when that elephant die, that bitch gonna get it in heaven or hell. Wherever she went, <laughs> that elephant gonna see her at the gates and give her them hands again. <laughs> that reminds me of a movie. Have you seen the movie Seven Psychopaths? Uh, with I've Christopher it, Walken. Seen it. Uh, Colin Farrell's in it. Woody Harrelson. Really fun movie. Uh, but there's, uh, there's, this, there's this situation where this guy's daughter gets beat up and and you know bad things happen to this guy's daughter mm-hmm. but the dude gets the, the dude that did it goes to prison and every day the dad writes the guy like i'm gonna get your ass you can't run from me i'm gonna get your ass like it's it's game over for you when you get out of prison like like get get his ass in the gay sense or get his ass like in like like i'm gonna kill you like oh, okay, no. I had to make sure. Like you're like, I'm gonna get your ass. I'm in jail. I'm gonna get your ass. Like, <laughs> like, oh. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what kind of movie is this? <laughs> so the guy gets out of prison eventually, and like he gets into the halfway house. But like every day in the halfway house, like the dude is calling him. Like I'm, I'm gonna kill you. Like you ain't running from me. He's outside. Like just looking at him. It's like I'm gonna get you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for my time, but I'm going to get you. May not be today, may not be tomorrow, whatever. So the dude is like, he drives the dude nuts. So the mm-hmm. dude decides to hang himself, right? So the dude, he stands in front of his window, puts the noose over, he sees the guy waiting down in the, in the, in the, in the street, looking at him. And the dude puts the noose, he's like, ha I'm about to die, you can't get me. And the, the, the dad pulls out a fucking razor blade. As soon as the guy hangs himself, he slits his own throat. It's like, you ain't running for me, motherfucker. I'm going to get you no matter where you going. <laughs> I'll see you in the afterlife, bitch. <laughs> see you in hell, motherfucker. We going. <laughs> oh, man. Um, also, sorry, guys. Spoiler review. Spoilers, if you didn't know. That is... <laughs> that is only oh, one small part of that of that movie. It's not. But if you haven't seen it, it's fun. Go watch it. Seven Psychopaths. Colin Farrell uses his actual Irish accent. It's always great when Colin Farrell is just Colin Farrell rather than having to act. <laughs> right. Well, cool. Well, uh, Jason, you have any recommendations or suggestions that people should watch and look at that uh, we, we, we're not going to review it, but just anything you want to tell somebody to take a peek at? Seven Psychopaths. I don't know. <laughs> now you have to another thing. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> I think of another thing. <laughs> you're, putting too much, you're putting too much on me, Jason. God. <laughs> Stop. This is random. This, we got to plan this. Um, check out Valley of the Dead on Netflix. Jason suggested I watch that. Very. Oh, good yeah. Movie. Check that out. 
That we okay, that's a good it. segue. <laughs> yeah, we were gonna review it, but then we were like, yeah, fuck yeah, that. We just gonna review nope and just goof off today. But check out Valley of the Dead. Uh also, I am late to the party, but I finally arrived, got my dance on, had a couple of drinks, made out with a couple of chicks, and that party is Ted Lasso. I, oh, I probably watched all the seasons of that, but I was late to the party and I loved it. I thought it was great. So if you have Apple TV or whatever, guys, check out Ted Lasso. Not really in our genre sphere here, but I thought it was just so good that people. That's such a wholesomely it. good character. It is. Yes. <laughs> like here's, here's, here's the like, question: Could there ever realistically will we ever buy if it was a black version of Ted Lasso? No, because and I'm, I'm not trying to speak ill of our people. But we have a certain amount of um, disregarding for people, for men, especially men who are nice, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I mean, like, I would hope there would be like that could be a, a Ted Lasso, a black Ted Lasso, but like, he would get clowned out in the streets. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you took it that way. I just thought. <laughs> Life is too fucking hard in America as a black man. Yeah. What, what you so happy about, nigga? Yo, I just did it. I just did it. Yeah, you're right. See, you're right. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. I literally unconsciously just did what you said. I didn't even think about it. It was like, why are you, why are you so happy? <laughs> well, I, used, I was once, I once when I was a kid, I was going through uh, the you airport security and I was smiling. <laughs> and the black lady, was checking the security. It's like, why are you smiling? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, like, can I just be happy? Like, damn. It took me three episodes of the show to be like, man, what is white dude up to? We too happy for regular yeah. white dude. Like, you know, it's the thing. Like, don't trust no smiling white man. I was like, uh, you too happy, bro. Like, I gotta watch you. And then finally, I fell in love with him. It was like, yeah, Look, he, he's there's nothing better than good, genuine kindness, and the world needs more of that. If you're black, white, or whatever. Stop clowning the kind, the kind guys. The kind, not because they're weak. The kind because they're they're strong. Yeah, not saying absolutely. I'm kind. This is not a, this is not a a, a, a personal thing. <laughs> but oh, I'm just man. saying. <laughs> Can't even believe I just discriminated against my whole topic. Well, that's a good segue to end the show. That I made a fool of myself. Thank you guys again for watching. I don't know. If we, we may change the title from "In Word for Nerd" at this point. We may just call it some thing about what we do now. And just sit around and talk now. But thank you for watching and listening to us, guys. Hopefully you enjoy this. Uh, we are on Facebook, YouTube, um, any of the, the, the dating sites. We're going to be on those, too, because we figured we need to diversify. And who, who, what Bumble. better place to watch? Tinder. Yeah, what better place to get to know somebody instead of watching a podcast on a dating site? So we're going to put up on Tinder and Tumble and Bumble and all the other little we places. Especially uh, on Grindr, y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pornhub. We're going to have the podcast yeah. and we'll Pornhub, too. So, yeah, but thank you guys for listening and watching. We really do appreciate it. If you could, do us a favor and like, share, subscribe um, you know, to us on Twitter, Facebook, all the spaces that you can find us at Head Cannon Circus. Uh, if you do not like us and you hate our guts, don't tell anybody you ever watched the show. Just be like, I wasted an hour of my time, and I don't know where it went. Just yeah. shut the fuck up. Is yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, be, be Ted Lasso. If you don't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Yeah. So, you know, just do that. Or you can hate watch us and you can hate us so bad that you tell everybody to watch us because you're like, these guys are put some, idiots. Put some comments <laughs> in the comment section. Yeah, we love them. I love them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we spent three weeks trashing those people that commented on about Elvis. So, yes, you too. <laughs> you get a three-week stay in our mind every time we do a show and hate on you as well. I but, still uh, talk yeah. shit about those people that just random. <laughs> right. It means you still haven't even seen a goddamn movie yet. Like, you don't care about that shit. <laughs> uh, it, it's good to be a lord. It's good to be a lord. Yeah. Uh, but thank you guys for watching again. Uh, Jason, any final comments or words? Uh, just be kind, be considerate, and uh, tip your servers and bartenders at least 20%, if not more, if you can afford it. Absolutely, man. That, that's, that's what's up. Um, and I don't really have any final words, man. I'm going to be at the Junior Olympics next week. Damn. Um, I'm going to be running the 800 and the 1500. I'm going to smoke those You'll bad be- kids. <laughs> go smoke their asses. Uh, I'm going to show these seven, kids how they can run. <laughs> that's like seven, uh, seven cycles, but I'm going to smoke those kids' asses. And uh, I'm going to have a great time. No, actually, my daughters are running, so we'll do that. And uh, we, we still will do a show next week, guys. Do not worry. We're going to be yeah. more consistent. I'm trying to convince Jason 
to watch a certain movie that he don't want to watch. So it's, guys, <laughs> it's super super pets. What's it called? Super pets. I don't even super know the buddies? name of that thing. I don't even know the uh, name of it. I just <laughs> so next tune in next week when I uh, shit on an animated film starring Kevin Hart and The Rock, uh, or we can do another Elvis review of the Super Dogs and <laughs> not see it at all, but review it as if we did, and then get some other haters to tell us that we're ignorant and don't understand these dogs' lives, and then we can shit on them too. So. <laughs> But with all that being said, I really just want to say thank you guys for listening and watching, and we will see you all or speak to you all next week. Peace. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's going to take forever for it to close out. The time is still ticking. Oh, and this is all going to be on the end of the recording, and I can't wait for people to be like. awkwardly staring at the camera waiting for it to <laughs> right? go this is, where you, right. this is where you say all the, like, the real racist and, like, upsetting shit. Like, right. like oh, the camera's <laughs> off. You know, let me talk about women, for example, you know. <laughs> right. Or, like, it shows that, like, I'm a, I'm a terrible human being to, like, my staff, which is just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>